Welcome back to Fantasy Unleashed, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Soway here. I'm going to be providing some bonus audio content today. An extra conversation Beaver and I had after this weekend's podcast. But before I get into that, we need to talk about Hunter Renfro. We need to talk about Hunter Renfro and what he is bringing to the world. Because during this offseason, I was all over Hunter Renfro. Couldn't stop talking about him. Couldn't stop drafting him in best ball. Because I recognized what he brings to the table. And I don't think many people do. Because we're all just so inclined to gravitate toward the flashy new thing, the big new thing, iPhone 13, whatever the hell Samsung's doing, something that folds in half, taking pictures of the moon, all these cool gadgets. But at the end of the day, it's people like Hunter Renfro that drive our society. They are the backbone. Hunter Renfro is the small business owner of the NFL. He makes me want to be a better man, a better father, husband, and a better professional. When I watch him play, it reminds me about what is good in the world and about what is possible when you're determined. That's what Hunter Renfro represents. And I want everyone to really reflect upon that. Reflect upon Hunter Renfro. Because this is more than a feel-good story. We're talking about a wide receiver two so far this season. In fantasy football, full-point PPR. A wide receiver two. Tied with DK Metcalf. And as I've always said, Hunter Renfro is just someone you can count on. I mean, not only is he making big plays on offense, but he just made the play of the year on Monday Night Football as a defensive back. Long, the punter found Tavon Campbell. And Hunter Renfro came up to make sure that was not a completion. What a play from Hunter Renfro. There's... Of course, if everyone had been paying attention from the beginning, this wouldn't be surprising. So I hope this is a wake-up call for all those people who doubted Hunter and neglected him during the draft season. He represents what's good in all of us. In less serious matters, again, here's some bonus audio from Saturday night before the week four games kicked off. Keep that in mind. But we still discuss some trade candidates and some season-long ideas to keep in mind as you go forward. God bless the United States and Australia. I don't know what's going on if you're just suddenly responsible. I don't know, like you actually know what day waivers are now. I think people used to have to uh, text you. I mean, multiple times every season. Is waivers, is waivers Tuesday? It's waivers Tuesday or is, wait a minute, is this, am I thinking of the auction league? It's Wednesday. Oh, yeah. It's like, why would we tell you? Just go to settings 
No, dude. I'm, I'm a fucking machine this year. I'm a changed man, bun. I'm a changed man. Responsible se- bids. I am a season-long crusher now. I mean, I got it. I got it all going on. I got the trade. I I got trade targets. I got stashes, sell highs. I'm streaming D's two weeks in advance, playing haven't, defense. Haven't seen a trade yet. We're Setting just- alarms at three a.m. to get the first dibs on the drops. I mean, come on, we're pulling out all the stops over here. What do you want? What do you are want? You, I got the you, list right here. What do you want? Are you sleeping on the couch when you set the alarms, or Paige waking up? Uh, she's a deep sleeper, so we're we're good there. I mean, the cats fucking walk all over our faces and <laughs> do crazy shit while we're sleeping. We're pretty much used to it. Slapping um, you. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I found the, it's been a newly found passion for season long. Wow! And just grinding out the management side of things. Now I'm like check, happy for you. Yeah, check, me too. Feels good. Check back in a month because I'll probably have just uh, yeah abandoned all this. But uh, come on, pick your spot. What do you want? You want my trade targets, stashes, sell highs? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, it's a very interesting. Let's order. get into this. We never get to talk start, about season long. Start about your uh, trade targets here. Okay, I like Brandon Ayuk. These are the guys I've been actively targeting. Brandon Ayuk, I just think he's back to normal, man. I mean, come on, you, you know the deal there. Uh, have not been successful. I think the cat's out of the bag with the, uh, with the touchdown last week, which sucks because he dropped the touchdown on the drive before that, and that's when it's like, okay, not to mention the snap percentages. Uh, I've said too much. Ayuk, go get him. Hollywood. Um, t- okay, not, not name dropping here, but mainstream podcast I'm listening to this week brings up Hollywood Brown as a fucking drop candidate. Are you kidding me? I mean, the, the co-host shot it down immediately, but Mike, is that how people are looking at him? I mean, because he dropped a couple balls. Dude, he had like 23. He's averaging, he's averaging more than 20 points per game in the first two, and then he drops three long touchdowns. I mean, what happens if he catches those? What do we look at? We're literally viewing him as a top five wide receiver this year. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can trade him for anybody you want. Um, and now we're talking about dropping him because ironically, because he dropped three balls. That doesn't matter. It means he got open for a touchdown three times. Mm-hmm. Um, buy him up. Bobby trees, uh, gave you the stat in the last episode about the end zone targets, all the volumes there. Um, Robbie Anderson. Good Lord. We've talked enough about that. Um, how about Jacoby Myers cash with the stat over a hundred receiving yards without a T or a hundred career receptions without a TD. There's a buy low crushing. Um, who you got? Who who you buying though? Well, you what? don't do anything. You don't send any trade. And what do you mean I haven't? What trades? I've made four trades already, and You've that made was four pro- trades. Yeah, and that was a product of at least over 100, 200 offers. You know, mainly bad offers. That's the other thing is like, just make offers. Just take ten minutes and just send twenty horrible trade offers, and eventually someone's gonna bite. <laughs> um, I mean, this is more for the sell high. This would be more for the sell high talk, but I just got AJ Brown for Mike Williams. And it's like, honestly, I don't even know. Oh, uh, the uh, man with sign. We've, we've got a concern from the audience. We've got a uh, we've got Bateman in all caps with a arrow pointing to Hollywood with a question mark. Um, yeah, that would be the uh, that would be the oil spot on that take. Yeah. Uh, not sure I know anybody that's higher on Bateman than myself, uh, but maybe that just plays into the discount that you get because everybody else knows that he's coming back too. And Lowry, as he as he uh, giggles his way out of the studio um, for throwing us a curveball, come on, you know the you know the Hollywood take. He's a better number two than he is a one. He's uh, clearly leveled up, and uh, now we might get this leveled up version of him back in the number two spot where he belongs. Um, and hopefully Bateman's a stud and can take some pressure off him. I'll still buy him. My trade target is Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor is my trade target. Great week to do it, too, because he's been listed as questionable. Just a little extra 
sauce on that one to make it feel a little worse for those owners. Maybe if you have like, uh, I mean, I was like looking at deals for maybe like Keenan Allen, like if because I'm so wide receiver he- heavy in the main league, it's like maybe a deal with Keenan Allen, get like a cool Beasley back with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why you would do that, but yeah, yeah, some I, kind of call maybe get, and then pitch into Damian Harris. Maybe that was, that was the exact trade I was considering, but I think Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> the thing with Keenan though, man, I, I like I just said that I, I was so pumped that I traded Mike Will for uh, AJ Brown, but that might actually be a really bad trade horrible mike williams second i thought it was a terrible trade he's second in every major category targets catches touchdowns you name it he's second um behind the god cooper cup um so yeah i mean i don't think it's really going anywhere but my god if you're gonna give me aj brown i'm gonna take him um second everything you know i I get it i get it Um, jonathan taylor yeah jonathan taylor had a nice uh had a rebar stat on the last episode 10 uh the Second most, what was it? I got to get back to the notes here. Got to regurgitate this stat. Second most carries inside the 10, zero touchdowns. That's insane. That's insane. And an absolutely egregious price tag on Fandle this week. My God. And he has some. Did uh, they shit the bed on his tag? I was looking at their schedule. Good schedule coming up for Jonathan Taylor. The only thing is their offense could blow complete dick, which would be a problem. So who do you have as stashes then, uh, Mr. Season Long? Who are you stashing? Give us some really gross names that are very well, easy to they're, they're, pick they're, apart, even though they make sense. They're gross as can be. Um, Tyson, mm-hmm. we already talked about. Um, let that baby cook. Put it on low. Minimum eight hours. And you might get a sultry piece of meat when it's all said and done. Um, Jeff Wilson. That's the one, man. You've been on Jeff for a while now. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, this, this isn't a victory lap or anything, but that one was that one was easy. It's good because um, nothing's happened. I mean, everybody's got, well, that's the point. Everybody's hurt. Trey Sermon is fat, and Jeff Wilson's coming back in week eight. And we've seen Jeff Wilson just absolutely take control of this backfield with competent guys in the mix. Now we've got, nope, we've got two rookies that are not popping at all. And... Jeff Wilson just sitting there waiting to score his three touchdowns per week and break like five slates, and I got him on every roster. That's, then, now, that's, of course, that would be the classic IR stash. So that would be your Bateman from a few weeks ago. Um, you just you basically get him for free, and you just put him in the IR. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it? I mean, you're, you're just fucking up if you don't do shit like that. Got some good handcuff yeah, stashes? Cu- yeah, who, well, I know your cuff. Um, mine, you know, I'm sitting on A.J. Dillon, um, Madison, the obvious ones. Um, Josh has been the cu- shout out to you by the way. Um, you have cuff been master. you've been the cuff master, bud. Yeah. Um, he has at least that I know of pulled off two of. I used to have a term. What was our term for this? Where you grab the back, you have an extra roster spot. Don't ever leave an extra roster spot on there. And not to mention, half of these leagues are so fucked that you can drop guys after they play on Thursday night. So it's like. If you if you took a shot Thursday night or a guy got hurt or a guy but like a fringe guy bust, just drop him and, and use up the spot, man. Grab somebody's backup. Josh has done it twice. He picked up Chuba um, right before the CMC injury, and uh, you had another good one too. I can't remember who it was. Oh, you got uh, Ramon Dre, who would have been free either way, but I thought that was sharp a week in advance. Um, give us give us your disgusting cuff. Well, I'm hanging on to um, not really a cuff, but just a stash is Ty Johnson. Just in case one of those guys go down to New York, he's a big play guy. Maybe their offense becomes somewhat competent. But just- I, ven- I vehemently disagree with this take. If you're going to be holding a cuff, it needs to be an upside cuff. Josh, come on. What's, what are you going to do with that? What's, what's the prize? I mean, if Ty you Johnson need an injury, gets, you need an injury to get what? To get a share of the New York backfield. That's I mean, not. You, I said you, it's not a cuff. It's a stash. Okay. 
Okay. He's, I'm oh, that's a, that's a crock pot. It, you're you're letting him you're letting him stew. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's marinating. No, you have a good one though. I'm I'm trying to tee you up for it. We talked about it in the on the ride to the bachelor party. Booker. Oh, did we? Booker. Yeah. You said Booker's the next one. That's well, who you're whispering. Booker's about. great for FFPC type leagues, but yeah, stashing him too. Okay. Okay. Um, how about the rest of the sell highs? Who are you selling high? I mean, we got Lockett and Chase, the obvious ones. They're one and two in um, opportunity over production. The thing is, I don't really, I don't want to get rid of those guys. I mean, Lockett's kind of a, a pain for season long. I'm not sure how I ended up with so much of him, probably just because his, his ADP was so bad. But, like, how are you going to get let go Jamar Chase right now? But it would probably be sharp. I mean, we got T. Higgins has been out. He's going to come back. He's probably still the alpha. But, my God, oh, Jamar looked good last night. Well, the whole point is that, that was his worst game. and he It's like going to be hard to get different. rid of a guy who's started so hot. Yeah. But who could you get for him? I mean, like, if someone's going to give you, could you get like Justin Jefferson for him? That's what. If you, you get, get a Keenan, guy, you could yeah. probably get Keenan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like those this is, guys, yeah. it's pretty crazy that you're even. Those guys are even in the same sentence. So that type of stuff's interesting. You got any other ones? No, I want to hear your season long. Yeah, uh, we got to get into the grease here. We got. We got to just send us away with your season long wisdom that you've uh, that somehow just come to a head this this year out of nowhere. Well, it's just all about being a greasy bastard and a complete degenerate and devoting a completely unbalanced amount of time from your life to something that really pays peanuts um it's more just about the pride um and it doing, really doing is. it for the love of the game it comes down to it if you're staring at waivers at 11 o'clock at night going between tight end threes dude i spend five hours every tuesday night on waivers five hours literally i spend an hour on each team I will look at my opponent, what he needs. I will make a tally of who, how many people are competing for a certain position. I mean, like defense. That's what it, it takes. This, this is uh, that's literally what it takes. This is where it really gets down and dirty. If you're streaming D, which has been phenomenal this year, by the way, it's it's just really becoming apparent that that's the move. Um, you got to do it in advance. You got to do it two weeks in advance because then mm. you get them for free. Like it's always so obvious who the big defense is. It's going to cost you five, six bucks. Um, just just keep an devote an extra roster spot to that where you grab the one two weeks in advance, and then you're just always set If you set can for get free. someone playing Houston or one of those terrible teams, you can't... I mean, it's hard to put a value on that type of advantage We to get almost, you know, to put you on the path to victory. Yeah, and at, for the, a end, w. at the end of the day, I'll take a Tennessee Titans defense against Houston or whoever the, the dog shit team is over the Steelers against Green Bay this week in 10 out of 10 times. Um, and you're going to be looking at something like that more often than not. Speaking of Tennessee, then you'll run into these these gaps where you get uh, where you'll get like a four or five week stretch out of something. You'll stumble into something good that you can hold on to for a little bit. Uh, Tennessee picked them up in every league two weeks ago. They have like a five six game stretch of just nothingness. I mean, just like the pure nuts for matchups um, for a defense. So I'm going to be riding them for a while, and then we'll get back on the train. But speaking of defense, man. You got to play defense against your opponent. Nobody's doing it. <laughs> I mean, come on, this isn't just for the playoffs. This is all year long. You, uh, this is what it comes down to, man. Tuesday night, your opponent needs a quarterback, and you got roster spots. Like right now, I don't know how it happened. I'm in the main league. I'm sitting on Jarek McKinnon. Oh, I was hedging my my Ceh trade, and I'm sitting on all the backups from KC. No, get 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 that out of there. Go pick up four. Use those spots. Pick up four fucking. Hold four or five quarterbacks, defense, whatever it is that they need. Um, stick it to them, man. That's, that's the question to ponder for season long: is the value on one win? Because 
It's pretty high. I mean, how much fab would you just give for one win? Um, 25%, maybe 50. I mean, that's kind of the point. Like when you pick up an Elijah Mitchell for 60 bucks, you're just buying two wins. I thought I was just buying two wins with the potential for a, for a, you know, somebody relevant all year long, but uh, that's really all you're doing on the wires. Just buying wins. And the best way to do that is at defense. Honestly, this is the sound of you guys crying. Crying in Pittsburgh. I hear that. No, I heard the O'Brien cackle. He must have been too hammered to know we were losing. You were just looking at the field in amazement. Were the birds out? No, not yet. Thank God. I could see the look Thank in your eyes. God, nobody got that on uh, on film. That would be bad. Do you want to tell the people any final thoughts for season long? Any? What's the ultimate? Uh... I mean, just just do it for the love of the game. <laughs> Fuck your job, your family, your <laughs> well-being. Just. Just be great at fantasy. There's no better feeling. <laughs> By the way, I'm a combined like six and seventeen in season long this year. So the the grind has yet to be realized. Quite well, that, frankly, that's why you're grinding. So though. this uh, this grind is if it because uh, pretty soon Andrew Dolphin Andrew Dolphin's going to be calling you out in chat and oh yeah yeah there. oh no it's already happening it's already yeah. happening I've got tattoos I got Cleveland Browns tattoos on the line it's yeah it's bad. We got, a breaking, we, got a, we, got, we got a breaking oh, stat. Uh-oh. We got a breaking stat. Matthew has a 127.2 passer rating under pressure. First among all quarterbacks. And what's the highest uh, passer rating? You said Dak rating? was. What's the highest passer rating that's, Jones. that's possible? That's pretty close. Lower than that. Lower than Matthew. Jake's, really something to behold. Jake started a Twitter account. And he's tweeting at us. Fan- in, his, in his Darren Waller jersey. Boy, love it. Love it, Jake. Pro- About time you fucking rep your team now that they're good. His his profile not is... not going to lie, that jersey's sick. His profile is fantasy critic, PGA, NFL, wife lover. <laughs> nice. Fantasy, <laughs> fantasy critic. How fitting. But your profile picture is a penis. I feel like you're going to get taken down. Oh, he's really going for the shock factor here. Tyler Heath followed you. Does Tyler even follow us? What the fuck? How'd you get Ty so quick? He follows. Come on, Ty. He follows your. You got the weatherman. You got our weatherman. He's the chief meteorologist. We need the follow, bud. Yeah. He um. He follows your personal account. How many followers do you have, by the way? Seven, eight, maybe. Or no, there was that huge influx the first night, and then I think it, I think it cooled down a bit because I had to quit tweeting after the the Seth Steph Curry debacle. You're not showing up. Gotta get back on there. That was so much fun. I only sent one tweet, but just having it was a good feeling that at any moment yeah, yeah. I could just express you're, myself to the world. You're at 20, which why are more? Oh, Jake followed you. Strong. Thanks, Jake. Oh, here you go. You got some uh, spam porn followers here. Nice. Those are from my uh, premium subs. Olivia Marie. This might be a real person. Hey, uh, uh, we're, fantasy we're about take, to run out of time. Fantasy. Cut this off so we don't lose it. Nope. That was good stuff. You know.